imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. That is such a great quote for this episode by Albert Einstein. Welcome to Heal, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We're so excited because last time that we were together, Britt, we were discussing energy and we were talking about how our thoughts become things. And then that sort of led us into the conversation about the law of attraction and how you said you knew a lot of people who like to practice the law of attraction. And then we were thinking, well, we should try to find someone who can talk to us about energy and the law of attraction. So I put it out there in a little network that I have, um, and this person's name came up over and over again. It's Ed Langan. And I don't know if anyone out there listening has heard of Ed, but in our few um, interactions that we've had with Ed, he is amazing. We're so excited to have him on here. He is a master mindset coach, law of attraction expert, and a psychic channel. He helps heart-centered entrepreneurs have had hit a plateau in their business to release the blocks that hold them back so they can awaken their superpower, I love that, and attract more clients and more success. But he is not only those things, he's also an author of Creating with the Law of Attraction, 10 Principles That Will Change Your Life. That sounds amazing, doesn't it, Britt? Yeah, it does. Yeah. He's helped thousands of clients with tools, techniques, and programs to help them transform their lives. So excited. You can get that book on Amazon, but we'll talk more about those things later. Let's welcome Ed. Hi, Ed. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. Thank you so much for coming on here. Oh, my pleasure. I'm, <clears throat> I'm excited to talk to you guys. This is going to be fun. I hope so. Um, I said earlier, and I said I wasn't going to repeat this joke, but I'm going to do it because I am all for the cheap laugh. It's almost... <laughs> It's almost as if we attracted you to our podcast somehow. <laughs> wow, like magic, right? It works. Yeah. It works. I'm, I'm sure that's not exactly how the law of attraction works. I know there's a lot to it, so I hope right. to get a little bit into that. Um, sure. And I think that's maybe one of the misconceptions you can clear up if it is a misconception. I think a lot of people think the law of attraction is just like, you want it, you put it out there, and here it comes. But I right. know that there's an aspect of, visualize, uh, act as if it's happening, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Ed, and also putting a lot of action into what you want. You can't just sit back idly and let things come to you. You, Or is that, am I wrong Well, here? you can, you can. There's, 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 uh, you know, um, so the, the short answer is you guys didn't have any resistance to finding a law of attraction expert to come on your show. You just thought, okay, let's have a law of attraction guy or person come on the show and bang, here I am. Right. So that was very, very easy. It didn't require a lot of action on your part, et cetera. <clears throat> the part that becomes difficult is let's say, <clears throat> excuse me, money or, <clears throat> pardon me, money sure. or relationships where we have a lot of baggage, if you will. We have a lot of resistant thought on that. 
that takes a little more effort and a little more focus and a little more practice to be able to manifest. But something that you have no resistance on, you can manifest almost instantly. That makes me ask a question about, sure. um, uh-oh, God, I hope it's still in my brain somewhere. That <laughs> makes me think when you said you have resistance to, it almost, to relationships, you, you were talking about that, and it almost made me think automatically of, you have to be aware of those things first, and you have to be able to overcome, and when I say overcome, I mean deal with, process, sit with, heal, and like, you know, like let go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that actually, it does, I know that I knew that this would be a perfect fit for this episode, but it, it even validates it even more in my mind that you have to be not healed, but you have to be in a space where you're, you're, you're not resisting whatever right. it is that you really truly want. That's Correct. interesting. Correct. And that's part of the, you said I'm a mindset coach. Well, that's it. Mindset and belief are essentially the same thing. Mm -hmm. So you live what you believe about everything mm -hmm. until you change your beliefs. Mm -hmm. So if you believe that the only way to be successful is to work really, really hard for you to be mm -hmm. successful, you're going to have to work really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And that is whether that's true or not, it's true for you. Mm -hmm. right? Whatever, whatever you believe is true for you. So if you believe that money flows easily to you, money will flow easily to you. If you believe that you have to work really hard to get money, then you're going to have to work really hard to get money. And it's everybody's beliefs. It's everybody. So everything that you live is a reflection of what you believe. Absolutely. What you think yes. becomes. And, and it's, it's, it's sometimes it slaps you right in the face and you're so aware of that. But then other times it, it creeps in on you and you're like, whoa. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't realize that those were my thoughts, but, <laughs> right. Right. you know, right. Well, what happens is, is when we're born from about zero to about age seven, we yeah. are wide open yeah. and we're programmed by the people who are around us. We're indoctrinated. Not only do we absorb the, what they tell us and what they say to us, we also absorb their energy and their vibration. Mm -hmm. That's why the expression that the, the fruit doesn't fall far from the tree is because we learned our vibration from our parents. Mm -hmm. And when I talk about relationships with people, when I do some relationship work, I explain to them that whatever relationship your parents had, that's the only one that you know. So that's what you model unless you do something to change your beliefs, to change your programming. Yeah. Brittany, what do you think about that comment? <laughs> well, I think it's interesting. I think there's a lot of truth to it, whether we do it uh, consciously or not. I think um, we are so susceptible at that age to absorb everything that's around us, whether that be the language that we use, you know, like, have you ever seen those videos of those little kids, you know, saying the F word or something? And it's like, you know, obviously they heard that from somebody, right. um, but I feel like that's so true, you know, with the vibration and um, the kind of, you know, love we give and the love we take. I think that's, um, I've never really thought about it like that, but obviously like, I right. think that has a lot to do with. Um, Let me just say, I apologize. Not, <laughs> not in advance, Brittany, way far, way past advance. So, so now, now we take you off the hook and say, Brittany chose you as her mother. Because but she, she knew, did. She she knew what she was getting herself into. Take so, that, Brittany. So can I can we tell a quick tangent story, Ed? Please, Brittany. 
you want me to tell it or do you want to tell it? Um, I think you probably remember it better than me, so you tell it. <laughs> Brittany was very, very young. She was probably under two. Yeah. I don't know. What, she's talked a lot when she was one. She had a nice vocabulary for a one-year-old. I don't know how old she was, but she was not older than two. And this is important because um, she said she was in God's pocket, who we never talked about in, in the house. <laughs> I don't know how she knew who God was. Um, but she said she was in God's pocket and she saw me and she picked me as her mom. Isn't that so deep? I mean, as a little baby, you're like, oh, you're so cute. But as you learn these things that we're talking about today or just going through, you know, kids don't say those things at that age if they're not exposed to that language, like you just said. So I think that's the cutest little story. And she did pick me. I did. Yeah, I know another story of another little one who uh, was very, very frustrated with her mother. She was about three or four years old and turned to her mother and said, I have no idea why I picked you to be my mother. <laughs> no, and Brittany course, probably the, thought those things uh, throughout her life. <laughs> you know, the mother was completely flabbergasted, but, you know, and, uh, completely understood. So for our soul's journey, for whatever it is that we're choosing to work on in this lifetime, we choose our parents because they're going to program us. They're going to indoctrinate us with what it is that we came here to work on, which we spend pretty much the rest of our lives shifting and changing those beliefs. If, if we do our work, there are plenty of people who don't do their work, but that's that's part of the work. That's part of your soul's journey. So you chose your parents, you chose your siblings, you knew what was going to happen for about the first five to seven years of your life. And you said, yeah, this is it. Let's go. And you were eager and happy to get here. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, and I, I have definitely read a lot about um, the first seven years of our lives too. And they do say, first of all, I've done a long time ago, I did the, some research on allergies and I learned something about how our cells regenerate, or this is probably the wrong term. I'm not a doctor, um, disclaimer, <laughs> not an expert on cells, but <laughs> every seven years, your body can change. because Yeah, well, of yeah your body completely replaces itself. Mm-hmm. I think it takes about seven years. So every mm-hmm. cell, mm-hmm. so every seven years, you have a brand new body. So what do you think about that? That's kind of interesting based on what you just said too. I think there's probably, I think somewhere it's connected somehow. That's seven yeah, years. Um, so your, your beliefs, your energy, your vibration has to be not connected exactly with your body. Because if you have a completely different body every seven years, then your vibration would also be different. So um, it's the question of, is the soul, where is the soul? Mm -hmm. And is it inside your body? Is it inside your brain? Is it, you know, where, where is your, where exactly is your energy field? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a real interesting question. And that's part of being heart centered because heart centered is the seat of your soul. Your heart is where your soul connects to your body. Mm. That's really, that's it very interesting yeah it is it is so when you say your heart do you mean the energy center of the heart is where your or do you mean your heart that beats in your body like what Um, what is your interpretation of that so it's it's um 
if you know the chakras, the heart chakra is the green chakra. And then slightly above that, there is the high heart, which is the pink chakra. So both of those areas are where your soul connects to your body. Okay. So it's, so, um, so it's more energetically it's than more, it is. It's more energetic than, than mm -hmm. actually physical. But, you know, if you had to point to, to where your soul is, it's in your heart. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, it's, my mind's blown a little bit because I've been also doing a lot of research on, well, I am, a, I am a Reiki master teacher. However, the heart chakra in this, in all of the classes that I've had and readings and things, I've, I've been reading many different books on, um, I always do self-help books. I love self-help books and I love the um, Untethered Soul is one of my absolute right. favorites. And in there, he talks about the heart chakra being the only one that matters. Mm -hmm. um, you know, which a lot of people may agree with or, or not, whatever, but I was, I was thinking about delving into that a little bit deeper. And then of course, here you are saying heart-centered entrepreneurs, which I really want to talk about what that means more, um, but how the soul is connected in this, to your body in this area makes perfect sense to me. It is the center of the chakra system. So I can understand how it'd be the most important in my mind because right. it's, you know, in the center of all of it. Um, I don't know. My mind's blown a little bit. Here's, here's, a, here's a couple of couple of interesting things. And we talk about this in the law of attraction workshop. Your mind sends out an electromagnetic wave, but your heart also sends out an electromagnetic wave. And your heart has brain cells in it, has neuron cells in it. So your heart can actually think um, separate from your mind. And what we're finding is that the energy field that you put out, the Taurus field that you put out, generates from your heart, and it's actually a stronger energy field than the field you put out from your mind. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. And when, when we're talking about law of attraction, we talk about the fact that if your mind is sending out a square wave and your heart is sending out a round wave, you're canceling the energy that you're sending out because you're sending out incoherent waves. So when earlier I was saying you live what you believe about everything. And when we talk about believing something, we talk about taking it to heart. That's when we really believe it. So when you do that, your mind is sending out a square wave and your heart is sending out a square wave. And now you're sending out a powerful vibration into the universe. But if your mind doesn't believe something or your heart doesn't believe something, you're sending out a contradicted wave. And that's what happens with a lot of people. They go, um, oh, I want to ma manifest a lot of money, but manifesting money is really hard to do. And the, the waves cancel each other out. Or, um, uh, you know, I, I'd like to find a new job, but now isn't a really good time to find a new job. And, you know, so that both thoughts are canceling each other out. They have to be in harmony. You have to send out a coherent wave for the law of attraction to work more effectively. And that's part of what I teach people how to do in the workshops and in all the work that I do. Yeah. So when, go ahead, Brett. I was just like, I think that's a really cool visual. Um, I feel like I'm a very visual person. So um, like, I definitely understood the concept of like your brain saying one thing, your heart saying another, and obviously like that's not gonna work. But when you kind of put it out there, like, you know, square waves or round waves, like that seems, to make so much sense to me. Good. It makes you want to stop everything that you're thinking and doing 
and really yeah. like be like, okay, what am I really thinking? What do I feel? What am I thinking? What do I feel? Right. It has to match in order for these things to work. And now I can really understand. Again, I'm also a visual learner. Mm -hmm. um, I can also understand why when I read your, your bio and it says heart-centered entrepreneurs, like those blocks, mm -hmm. <laughs> I can like, oh yeah, I get it now. <laughs> no one can see me but I'm hitting myself in the head because I'm like oh geez that's so me oh man uh. what I what I strive for in my work is to um someone said to me if you can explain it to your grandmother and she understands it then you're actually doing a really good job teaching it and so I have spent lots and lots of time to try to figure out ways to make this as understandable and as clear and simple as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there's, there's, in my opinion, if you read a book and you read two pages and you go, I have no idea. And you read the two pages again and you go, I, and you read the two, it's like, forget it, toss the book. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so my my goal with my book when I wrote my book was to that so that it's as simple and as clear as possible. Mm -hmm. Now, when I understand something here, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. No. But it is understandable and it's clear. And that's something that that's one of the comments that people have always said. You're you're really good at explaining this. So yeah. Yeah. I also think some people need to hear things and I'm not, this is, I'm not being sarcastic because sometimes I can be. Um, <laughs> I think people need to hear things multiple times before they actually get it. And also when they're really truly ready to understand it and hear it, that's when they actually can get it and hear it. Right. Absolutely. Right. Well, my, my wife who does the workshops with me and has been doing them with me for the whole 19 years said, this is like learning a whole new language. Yeah. Now, if we were, four, five, six, we could learn two or three languages at the same time and it'd be no big deal. But we're all a little bit older than that. And we've yeah. been speaking this other language for a really long time. Yeah. So it does take some practice. It does take some focus. It does take some, you know, um, when we would go to an Abraham workshop, Abraham is channeled through Esther Hicks. And that's where part of where we learned about law of attraction. Um, for a week or two, we'd be great at it. And then we'd forget again. And then the CD would come in the mail and we listen to it and we'd be great at it again. And then we'd forget about it. And over the years and over the time, retraining your mind, practicing, working on it, you just get better and better and better at it. Now, the other thing about law of attraction is when we started, there wasn't a lot of people talking about it. Yeah. When we would say to somebody, well, I teach workshops on law of attraction, they go, Oh yeah, um, that's that dating thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, no, <laughs> it's not a dating thing. Right. And now when we say law of attraction, a lot of people have um, some idea what it is. You know, it's, it's not like we're speaking a foreign language as far as the title is anymore, but there's still, um, there's still a ways to go. They're still learning and understanding and, and just, you know, like anything worth learning, you need to keep at it. Right. right. To practice because being yeah. aware of all of those things that block us is a practice. You need to be mm -hmm. constantly practicing for lack of a better term, present moment awareness to right. understand the thoughts you're having. Yeah. Be aware right. of them. Right. And then choosing to focus them and picking the thoughts that you want to think about. 
So earlier we said that, that life is a mirror. Your life is being reflected back to you in the mirror. Now, most people see the reflection and then try to change the reflection from the reflection. So they're reacting to what they're seeing. You yeah. can't do that. You have to change your energy and then what is reflected back to you changes. So right. this, is, this is the example that we use that, that most people understand. That is like getting up in the morning and putting the makeup on the mirror and thinking it's on your face or getting up and putting the shaving cream on the mirror and thinking yeah. it's on your face. So you can't change the reflection from the reflection. When you change yourself, when you change your energy, then what's being reflected back to you changes. Right. Now, this is the example. You guys started thinking about the law of attraction and talking about the law of attraction and said, we need to find someone to talk about this. So you sent that clearly out into the mirror and all of your friends who know me said, we'll get in touch with Ed. Yeah. So your energy changed and attracted that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. This is me not like perplexed. This is me like, <laughs> wow. Yes. yes, fireworks going off in our brains right now. <laughs> cool. I don't know if I can overcome this mind blowingness. <laughs> so when you say, so, okay, so I'm going to pull it back to heart centered entrepreneurs. Is that people sure. who work with energy centers, chakras, or do you mean, what do you mean? What's so, a heart centered? A heart centered entrepreneur. So there, there's, there's, um, there's a bunch of different names out there. There's um, spiritual entrepreneurs, there's conscious entrepreneurs, there's heart-centered entrepreneurs. And I, I think that, that spiritual entrepreneurs and heart-centered entrepreneurs are very similar. Conscious entrepreneurs might be something slightly different. So, but um, my understanding, and I'm not saying that I'm 100% correct, but my understanding is, is a spiritual entrepreneur is someone who feels a calling and then decides to go into business to answer that calling. So maybe you feel a calling to do Reiki, or maybe you feel a calling to be a reader or something like that. And you're just, you're just, you can't not do it. So you do it from, from, a, from that perspective. Mm -hmm. Now, a heart-centered entrepreneur is someone who, um, well, as we're moving into the ascension and as we're raising vibration, when we're moving from the third dimension to the fourth dimension, if you think of chakras, that's moving from the solar plex chakra to the heart chakra. And part of what our world needs is more love, is more heart-centered, is more understanding, especially from the higher heart, from the connection. So when I say heart-centered entrepreneur, I'm talking about someone who may feel a calling to do something, but is still leading with their heart. And they're, at least for me, I have the same direct, I, I can't not do this. Right. You know? So, but I want to do it not so much because this is my calling and I have to do this. I want to do it from my heart, leading with the energy of love, leading with the, the, the heart energy because that's what I feel the world needs right now. Mm -hmm. So is that, is that clear? Did that I think sense? so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that you, of course, uh, once again, explained it perfectly for someone <laughs> like for someone like me. Um, 
It's just not, I mean, I've heard um, leading from your heart and I know, and heart centered, if I were to break it down, makes sense to me, like you're, you're, wor you're working from your heart, but I didn't know if there was something even more specific, but that makes sense. A heart centered entrepreneur. I almost feel like it's someone who works in, I don't want to say healing modalities, energy, but it's someone who. Well, love is the first thought. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're helping you're people out of love. From love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. Rather, rather yeah. than so many business people who are mind-centered, who are brain-centered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Do you work and with that, entrepreneurs that have a little bit of both? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because like I, perhaps I their brain is just their brain's too busy. I want to be sure. No, but that happens to everybody. That's that's called being human. You don't have to be an entrepreneur <laughs> for that. <laughs> that's just, so that's true. Being human. Yeah. You know. <laughs> So, so I love that heart-centered entrepreneurs. I just, I like, I like, I love that term. And I think that that's what I am. Yes. Not yeah. to bring it back to me again, but you know. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's what okay. this show's about. I mean. Yeah. It's your show. It's fine. And, and your show is heal. And part of your energy is the love that you guys are sharing, which makes it heart-centered. So yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. It truly yeah. is. It truly is. And and it's all about trying to find different ways to, to, to like find your own path to heal. Right. Um, that's what really what the show show really is about. And that's why having different people on such as yourself will maybe open someone's eyes and understanding to, well, this is different. Maybe I'll you know, explore that option. Right. Um, and I think having the correct mindset is, is it's actually part of my going to be one of my other um, ideas that we talk about, maybe not here on this episode, but being aware in your mindset and um, understanding that having the right mindset going into any situation is really important. And so let's bring it back to the law of attraction. Right. Um, so, I, want, I want to clear one thing up for you because the guy sure. is going to let it go. So I'm gonna, no, please so, do. So to understand heart-centered versus mind-centered, especially in business, Mm -hmm. is this simple statement. If someone says to you, it's not personal, it's only business, that is not heart-centered. <laughs> because then they're using the fact that I'm getting money, so I don't care about you. Right. I'm putting the money ahead of you. That's not heart-centered. So heart-centered would be, okay, how, how do we send love? How do we share? How do we help? How do we make everybody succeed and not go around taking things from other people or, you know, the, the comment that it's not personal, it's just business is just, that doesn't fly. That's not heart centered. It sounds yeah. like the complete opposite. You're right. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I don't know. I don't hope I've never said that. Oh, I haven't. I'm just I kidding. <laughs> I don't think that you fine. have. <laughs> maybe to maybe to Brittany. It's not personal, Brett. Right. <laughs> Just business. You're off the podcast. <laughs> Is this formal? Is the formal firing? <laughs> Listen, you wished it. You attracted this. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So, okay. I get the heart centered. I love that. Um, I feel like, I think I always say there's the only only thing that matters is love, and I don't mean that in a sappy way. I mean right. if we're, we're we're if we're leading from love, um, or mm -hmm. I always say um, lead with love. That's usually what I say. Right. Um, right. If you're leading with love, then there's less opportunity for 
perhaps miscommunication, less mm -hmm. opportunity for gray areas, less opportunity for hurt. Um, right. So, you know, if you're really doing something with love in mind, uh, that's the most important thing. Yeah. And if you have love, you can't have all those other feelings or those other negative, you can't have fear if you're feeling love. Right. Right, because there are two different vibrations. You're getting back to the law of attraction. Love is one vibration and fear is a completely different vibration. So, yeah. So can we talk a little bit before we take a quick break? Can we talk a little bit about the vibrational vision that you um, refer to in your yes. bio? Yes. yes, so this is the easiest way to explain it. Every once in a while, I mean, people find out that, that I teach law of attraction all the time, but every once in a while, someone will come up to me and say, you teach law of attraction. And I go, yeah. And they go, that doesn't work. And I go, okay. Um, and I know exactly what they're doing wrong. And if they'll listen to me, I'll be happy to tell them. And what I do is I ask them this question. If you're trying to manifest something, do you have it? So that's not rhetorical, ladies. If you're trying to manifest something, do you have- The answer is no. <laughs> Correct. Correct. The answer is no. So- I won. <laughs> this, this, is, this is one of the things that people get confused with because they think with the law of attraction that they have to try. And they try and try and try. And what's happening is, is they're matching the vibration of trying and they're never going to get what they want. So the vibrational vision starts with, I already have this. Yeah, and act as you, if you already have it. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not act as if, because if you're acting as if you're still pretending you have it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's a little, it's a little mind thing. It's very, very fine tuning, but it's not act as if it's, I already have this. I so, see. For example, in, in some of the workshops, people will say, well, I want a car. And I go, okay, tell us about the car. Um, it's green and it gets good gas mileage. And I'm like, that's not a real strong vibration that you're sending out there. So put yourself in the car and tell me about the car. Does it have the new car smell? Yeah. Does it have leather seats? Do you have, does it have a Bose stereo? Can we crank it up? What does it feel like when you're driving? Is there some eagerness? Are you excited? What does it feel like to get out on 495 and to crank the stereo and maybe go a little faster than you're supposed to be? And tell the story from, I already have this. I'm in the car. I'm driving the car. Mm -hmm. I'm not acting as if I have the car. I'm not pretending I have the car. In my mind, I have the car. Well, I'm going to remove that, those words from my Good. vocabulary when it yeah. comes to manifesting because I do a manifestation meditation class. And we do. I, I sometimes say act as if it's already happening or you're living it. Right. Um, so instead of saying that, I'm going to change that to you are now living. You have this. Yeah, this. Yeah. yeah we definitely use all of our senses. Right. So what right. do you feel here, taste, you know, smell, right. all of that stuff right. um, and journal and all of that. So I think that that's oh, great. Yeah. Thank you for helping me with that. Yeah. When we when we have people talk about the beach, feel the sand under your toes. What mm -hmm. do you hear? What do you see? What do you smell? I mean, in New England, the ocean smells like nothing else. There's the iodine smell, you know, and then there's the wonderful smell of, of um, suntan lotion and yeah. hearing mm -hmm. the birds and go put your feet in the water and in new england it's freezing cold <laughs> <laughs> now you're awake right <laughs> and that's all part of it 
And as we talk about that, people become in the vibration of that. Yeah, they feel it. They're there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the key. You have to feel it because yeah. your emotions are energy in motion. Emotion, energy <laughs> in motion. <laughs> so when you when you feel it, and, and again, this is about bringing it down into the heart because you're going to feel it in your heart. So it has to be a round wave from your mind and a round wave from your heart. So you're thinking about it and you're feeling it. That's really important to remember, thinking about it and feeling it. Yeah, yeah. They have to match. Yes, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna take a real quick break. And when we come back, I'm gonna ask you a question about um, those few steps or a few characteristics or things we need to know, like your quick, if you were to tell someone, um, of course, I probably should take a break first. <laughs> I'm prepping you. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm ask you a little bit about if you were to say, here are your five things you need to know about manifesting or the law of attraction. This is what you need to do, like a, a down and dirty list. Okay. But we'll do that after the break. Okay. Great. Sure. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back here with Ed Langan. He is a master mindset coach and a law of attraction expert. And we've had such a great discussion about energy, his vibrational vision, and his heart-centered entrepreneurs. I love learning all about that stuff from you, Ed. Thank you so much again for being here. So before the break, I said, can you give us a quick rundown or a quick list or a down and dirty? What do you need um, to practice the law of attraction? So you're practicing the law of attraction constantly. Yeah. When, when we teach the law of attraction workshop, we tell the people this and they don't like it, but I'm going to tell you anyway, if you're awake, you're manifesting, you're manifesting 100% of the time and they say, Oh no, no, no. And I'm manifesting a new car. I'm manifesting a new house. And like, yes, you are, but you're also manifesting your life. If we talk about the mirror from the beginning, everything is a manifestation. So the first part, and um, we asked this in the workshop, is what do you want? For the law of attraction to, to work, you have to have a desire. There has to be something that you want. If you don't want anything, congratulations, you've successfully manifested not wanting something. So good for you. So the first <laughs> part is, is what do you want? And this is sometimes where people get a little thrown off because, well, I thought this was a spiritual concept and material things are not necessarily spiritual. And we say, well, that's true, but why wouldn't you want to have a nice car or a nice house or a nice vacation? Or why shouldn't you have the best things that are available to you? Mm -hmm. Aren't you a spark of God? Mm -hmm. Aren't you worthy of that? So one of the next things that we work on with them is after they want something is we help them shift their beliefs and work on their beliefs about worthiness, about, as we, as we were saying earlier, if you have something that you have no resistance on, you can manifest it almost instantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And then the people who don't believe in law of attraction will go, oh, it's a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> and they talk you out of it. Yep. The fact is, is that we've known how to do this since we were little kids. Right. And the big people around us talked us out of it. Yeah. Okay. So the first part is you want to decide what it is what you want. Yeah. And then the next part is, is you want to focus on having it. Mm 
Yeah. So as we were saying, did, did, from I already have this and start telling yourself the story of what it's like to have it and do it as vividly as you can. Um, what do you feel? What do you see? What do you hear? What, you know, whatever senses you can add into that. And then the interesting thing is going to happen. The beliefs that you have that contradict what you want are going to come up. And now you have an opportunity to shift and heal those beliefs. You, you sort of get triggered because you have, you have, um, uh, cognitive dissonance where, um, you know, the inside of you goes, well, wait a minute, you're not worthy of having millions of dollars. And so that comes up. And then now we have something to work with and we have help you shift your beliefs, help you understand and help you move towards that. Um, this is our favorite example of the law of attractions. And what happens is you're thinking about your friend, you're thinking about your friend, you're thinking about your friend, the phone rings, it's your friend. <gasps> wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> I was just thinking about you. No, you attracted that. The law of attraction, your thoughts somehow got to wherever they are, whether they're you know a couple of towns away or they're in Hawaii or in China, whatever, your thoughts got there. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of understanding that it's not a coincidence. Now, there's a couple wonderful books out there. Um, e Squared by Ellen Grote, I believe is her name. And she talks about manifesting things on purpose. One of the things that, that we did that helps people is there's an exercise called, Hey, I Thought That. And <laughs> you get a small notebook and you carry it with you. And every time something that you've been thinking about manifests, you write it down in your notebook. Mm -hmm. So if you're thinking about your favorite song and in a day or two, you hear your favorite song, you write down, I was thinking that. If you're thinking about your friend and they call you, you write down, I was thinking that. If you're thinking about seeing a robin because it's spring and you see a robin, you write that down. Mm -hmm. And then what you can do is you can pick some things that you don't have any real resistance on and see how long it takes you to attract it. So when my wife first did this, she wanted to see a Canadian flag and a white Rolls Royce. So she started thinking about that and pretending that she was seeing, and pretending is not the right word. Pardon Ooh, us. Oh, I gotcha. Imagining, imagining <laughs> that was my fault. Guides, I'm sorry. The guys <laughs> will jump right on me if I say something wrong. Um, <laughs> imagining that she was seeing the white Rolls Royce and within a day or two, she saw a white Rolls Royce. I think the Canadian flag took a week. One wow. of the other games that you can play is your initials on the license plate or your birth date on the license plate, or your favorite car. I think the car Tesla is cool. And I am going to manifest one at some point in my life. And when I drive on 495, almost inevitably, I see a Tesla. <laughs> I'm a match to that. And, I'm a, and I have no, no, um, no resistance to that. I just think it's cool. So it's easy to happen. So there's some of the things that you can try and again, we don't like to try words. The guides don't like to try words. So there's some things that you can do to show yourself that you're doing it. And the reason why you keep a notebook is when you doubt it, you go back and look and say, okay, well, this day I was thinking about this and this came up and this came up and this came up and this came up and you go, yeah, I am doing this. And right, because the doubt is a block. The doubt is right. resistance. The doubt you know, is a negative energy vibration. It's so a what belief. You need to do, it's a, a negative energy belief. Would right. you call it negative energy belief or would you well, I would just it call it a belief? I wouldn't necessarily, uh, you not know. necessarily negative, but it's a, right. it's definitely not a higher vibrating belief. I think doubt right. would be. Right. 
but so so this is another misunderstanding that people think that the the journey to whatever it is that they want is this this smooth magical progression and mm -hmm. in some cases it can be but the doubts that come up cause you to focus stronger cause you to ask deeper cause you to focus more and send out a stronger wave a stronger energy a stronger asking i almost feel like that depends on the person doesn't it it does absolutely and it depends on what they were taught if they were taught that if you run up against something and uh, it doesn't come easy you just uh, screw it and let it go or how much work do you put into it mm -hmm. so again it's it's all part of the journey yeah i have the same thing happen um had the same thing happen to me i uh had a boyfriend who drove a saturn view and cool. that's just like an old car that not really a lot of people drive anymore but when i started dating him i started seeing them everywhere right. you know right. and i think it was just because i was thinking about him a lot um but it was really cool you know like oh hey there's another one. Oh, there's one right down the street and it's it's a nice feeling kind of feeling like you created this situation for yourself right you know? and, you, and you did mm -hmm. you absolutely other, on the flip side there's so many other situations that we create for ourselves that we don't necessarily want to be in and re, and mm -hmm. we have to remember there's some part of us that created that yeah i'm glad you brought that up because another part of what we teach in law of attraction is we teach people to focus on the positive yeah. And their reaction is, oh, God, not this positive thinking crap. And we go, <laughs> no, it's not the positive thinking crap. The law of attraction is completely neutral. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say, well, we really like Brittany. And even though she's focusing on this negative stuff, we're not going to give it to her. If you focus on negative things, you'll manifest negative things. Yep. Now, we don't want to scare people. And we want you to understand that positive thoughts are 100 times more powerful than negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's why a little bit of positive goes a long way. But if you continue to focus on negative things, eventually you're going to manifest negative things. Yep. I know. I know it. I can tell you firsthand I, nothing I want to talk about right now, but geez, right. Louise. Yep. No, we <laughs> want to talk like... about that. That's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, all right. I'll talk about it. But no, it's no, just no, like... no, I'm serious. We don't want to okay. talk about yeah. that. Okay? No, no. You, one of the other things that, that, um, Abraham, who is channeled to Esther Hicks, says, and I love this, and I find this to be true, is you can't complain your way to anything good. And you can't think complain either. No think Correct. complaining. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. So, but what happens is, is if we talk about the negative thing that's bothering you, we're putting more energy on it. We're yes. adding to that vibration and the, the idea of you attracting the, the experience of you attracting more of that into yeah. your situation gets bigger. So yep, we don't, we don't want to talk about it. We just right. change the subject. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm at the point right now, it's the, the thought that's, that's, I'm pushing out because, and I'm okay pushing out the thought, you know, because it's, it's a negative well, you, thought. You want to be careful because you can't not think about this thing that I'm not thinking about. I'm not thinking about you, this thing I'm not thinking about, go away, get away. <laughs> I'm thinking about you and you are thinking about it and you are attracting it. Yeah, so it's, it's more so. Thing, it's more so a feeling of frustration about a situation and then I, and I'm like stop thinking about the situation because well so you're feeling the frustration because you're thinking about it yeah. you have the thought then you have the energetic vibration the energetic yeah. vibration is the emotion energy and motion so the yeah. emotions come from that mm -hmm. so if you're feeling frustration you're still thinking about it yeah the yeah. only thing that you can do is change the subject yes 
So that's what I'm doing in my head. So right. I'm like, okay, stop. I, okay. I say stop cool. thinking about it, but it's more like, all right, what's good about this situation is what I usually do. Well, no, sometimes it's best to change the subject completely. Really? Rather, well, because, because you're still thinking about it and there's still a negative vibration going. Yeah, so okay. I'm in the situation. So, I can't get out of it right now. So right. I have to, so, it's some, takes up some part of my brain. Right, but what you want to do is you want to think about something completely different. Maybe think about going to the beach or thinking about something that's fun, raise your vibration. And then from a higher vibration, you can go back and look at the situation again and find it from a different place. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? yeah. So it's less about, you know, not addressing it, but more about getting yourself to the point where you can address it in a more healthy, high, vib high vibrational um Yes. Aspect, I guess. Right. right. So <clears throat> what it is in, in my um, <clears throat> in my program, this is one of the things that I talk about. Albert Einstein said, you cannot change a problem from the same thinking that created the problem. So even from when you're musing on it from from a positive place, if you're still got there from a negative place, you're still in the same thinking. So you want to change the subject to something that makes you feel better, feel um, better so that you're in a higher vibration, and then you can go back and look at it. Yeah. Right? That makes sense? Good. Yeah, it that's does. Good it does, because I think that's kind of where I am at right now with the situation. Up until about two weeks ago, I was like spewing negative from my mm -hmm. brain. <laughs> and sometimes even verbal, like just like, oh, this sucks. This is this, this is that. Constant, like this... Right. And now yeah. I'm just like, you know what? Part of me is like, it's not that bad. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Right. That's right. I'll get through it. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. At least this. Like I'm constantly trying to think of the good stuff coming out of it because there is good stuff. Um, right. right. But it's not an easy situation. But there I go again. That was a negative thought and a negative. Um, okay. I just said now, it again. The, I just said it the, again. The next thing that you don't want to do is you want to beat yourself up for it. Mm -hmm. Because every time you catch yourself, you focus, you refocus stronger, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. How do you how do you learn how to play guitar? You play the know, same man, chords over and over and over and yeah. over. You play a D chord. You play an E chord. You play a C chord. You play a G yeah. chord. But, yeah. And at some point, you can it stop thinking comes. about it, and it just yeah. comes. Yeah. So, but every time you play it wrong you get better at playing it because you go and then you focus harder and then you get better at it. Yeah. yeah. When, when I was learning how to be a photographer, um, Brittany I, likes to take pictures too. Oh, cool. good, good. Yeah. I'm a, a, a professional photographer is another one of my hats. And nice. when I was learning, I would get really mad at making bad pictures. Mm -hmm. And the teacher pulled me aside and said, Ed, you learn so much more from a bad picture than from sort of a mediocre picture or an all right picture, because when you make a bad picture, you ask, okay, you feel the frustration of it, which I did. And then you'd say, how do I get better? Is it about um, composition? Is it about focal length? Is it about depth of field? Is it about et cetera, et cetera? And you become a better photographer for, because of that. Yeah. So don't beat yourself up for getting caught back into the vibration of it. Understand that you are, <clears throat> you're focusing and questioning harder, which causes you to ask stronger, which brings a bigger answer. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think I'm uh -huh. at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
That's cool. really, really cool. Thanks, Good. Ed. I feel like we uh, we really have a brand new perspective on things now. That's amazing. My mind has been blown like 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I have a question because I do work with a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, okay. Some of them heart-centered, some of them not. And what would you like what kind of advice do you have for these heart-centered entrepreneurs like when they when they come up on manifesting and um you know creating the energy they need to succeed so i'm glad you asked i have a program called the mindset breakthrough method which is a, a pilot program that i'm working on specifically to help heart-centered entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and it basically breaks down into three parts and in the first part what we do is we uncover blocking beliefs or limiting beliefs and we help them shift them and that's really the first thing um, earlier i said when you ask for something and you start flowing the energy to it the resistance the blocks that you have to it sort of come to the surface so we need to find a way to help shift and change those and that's part of what we do then the second part is we align them to their superpower their superpower is their ability to manifest and there are specific steps we talked about some of it today on how to manifest and exactly what to do so there's six steps to manifesting anything i tell them the exact six steps and we go from there the third part is then from that higher vibration we help them create a vibrational vision of how they want their business to be Mm -hmm. And they said, well, wait a minute, Ed, why don't you do that first? Most business plans say create a vision. And then, well, we want to create the vision from the highest vibration possible. So once we've uncovered some of those beliefs and we've taught you how to manifest, now we want to create a much higher vibrational vision of how you want your business to be and how you want it to go and then go from there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh my that gosh, yeah. Sense. That's awesome. I think yeah. it would help a lot of people that and doing that program. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it um, seems like I need to redo my vision board once I've um, reached right. that high vibrational frequency. Yes. <laughs> Brittany, do you have a vision board? I do. <laughs> cool. Good. Prince Harry was on my vision board. Is that, that's not weird, right? No. He's not, he's a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> How do we know, really? Hmm. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. Sorry, Ed. I just that's I, okay. again, that's, my, all, that's that's all right. <laughs> I like to go off on tangents. It's just because it's in my brain. I feel like mm -hmm. I must say it, but you know that's probably not the case. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed has this great program. Um, not only the mindset um, program that you talked about, but is that also the same of the large of attraction series that you mentioned? Is oh, there's there's. There's, um, there's some of that is in it, but we go into it in much more depth in the, in the program that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. um, there are six Law of Attraction series workshops, and the, the information is on my website. And we teach, um, usually teach about four or five of them a month, um, still all online because of the pandemic. And you can find out that information from the website. Um, so the first one is the six steps to manifesting anything. Mm -hmm. The second one is the five keys to unlock your unlimited potential. The, the next one is what your soul wants you to know. And this is, this is a little more in the spiritual area. Yeah. Um, we've been taught a lot of baloney. There you go. That's a good word. A lot of baloney about our soul, depending on how we were brought up. And so we talk about what is true and what's not true, how to connect with your soul more, how to 
understand the communication. So that's what that's about. Um, we do another workshop called a meeting with the guides where um, I channel for two hours and just basically answer people's questions about pretty much anything. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's an interesting workshop. Um, the next one is creating successful relationships, which is for all relationships, including romantic relationships. So there is some relationship work in there. And then the, the last one, the sixth one is um, attracting abundance, shift your money energy. Wow. Because money is energy. energy. And yep. wherever your energy is, um, that's what you're experiencing. So when we shift your energy, you have a new experience. The reflection in the mirror changes. Yes, I feel like. Go ahead, Brett. I feel like there's a lot of mindset blocks when it comes to money, and a lot of. I was just gonna say that. Don't realize how blocked they are, Uh, myself included. I know that. um, I often find like, me having these feelings like, well, I don't deserve. Ooh, what was that? I just missed what you just said. You don't deserve what? I I was just saying like I don't deserve this amount of money or you know I don't work hard enough to earn that much or you know just like weird messages that you send to your brain about about money it's crazy well when you think about it from when we're born Mm -hmm. till where we are now we've been hearing about money yeah (laughs) right so there's all kinds of stuff that we've heard about money some of it really really helpful and some of it just plain Baloney. We like that word today. (laughs) I'm getting hungry. (laughs) Um, And so it's a matter of sorting it out and where, wherever you are, you're somewhere in the balance of the good stuff and the baloney. And when you get more towards the better and less of the baloney, your experience changes. Or when you get more into the baloney and less into the good stuff, your experience changes and maybe you start running out of money or have budget problems or things like that. So it is energetic and it's a a floating scale. And as you change your thoughts and energy about that, your experience with money changes. Yeah. Wise words. I need to start adjusting my attitude. (laughs) I think I taught her a lot of that. I also grew up in that and mindset of we don't have a lot of money we can't afford that uh every time um every time my mom would bring us to a store to get something that we needed not Mm -hmm. wanted there was never a want there was always a need right it would be um met with you know like the because she's probably feeling the strain of raising eight kids (laughs) (laughs) you know like financially that's hard and and i get it but it was just this I'm, you know, you're sort of programmed to think that. Well, exactly. You're programmed. And what it is, is your parents can't give you something that they don't have. Mm -hmm. So your mother's experience with money is your, how you modeled, because that's the only experience that you have with money. However, Mm -hmm. her mother's experience with money is what she modeled. However, her mother's mother, so until, and what's happening is, is our generations are the one who are saying, this ends with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to change it. It's not about blaming our parents. They did the best they could. If mm-hmm. they knew different, they would have done different. And That's remember, right. we picked them. So. <laughs> not only that, but I think that's a huge step for adults in planning on starting their healing journey, for lack of a better term, sure. to understand. I, this is why Honor Your Past was one of my first um, topics to discuss because. Right. 
you have to appreciate where you came from because that's exactly why you are who you are right now. If you yes. don't love who you are right now, then go ahead and hate on where you came from um, or change it or change who you are right now. But you do have to at least acknowledge. Um, when I came to terms with the fact that, like you said, my parents did the best that they could with what yeah. they had at the time. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot of hurt and um, yeah. a lot of stuff away for me. I, I can't say it would ha- work for anyone else, but yeah. understanding that perspective and having that uh, maybe empathy yeah. toward their situation and saying, wow, I don't know what I would have done in that situation. Like right. I give them a lot of credit. Sure. Um, and Brittany yeah. knows that probably is a weird to hear me say out loud but it's the truth like I, I it's amazing to me that they got through yeah yeah with eight kids and yeah it's just insane yeah. so the choices yeah. they made are because that's what they had to do at the time right and another thing that you can do and this helped me my parents were 25 years old when they had me when I was 25 years old I was a moron <laughs> let right? me tell you a little something my mother was 33 when she had her eighth child yeah. wow yeah Brittany just turned 29 so in yeah. four years she would have eight kids yeah that's insane yeah, yeah. it's a lot to deal with it's, not for insane. it's just exactly when you look at that perspective yeah. you're like yeah. holy cow i get it now mm-hmm. yeah 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 that's something that i've always done growing up like my mom had me when she was only 22 so, I mean, I think about being 29 and having a seven-year-old kid, like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so you can only imagine what Brittany's first seven years were like. <laughs> <laughs> That's her soul journey. She picked you. She came Damn it, here she for that. She picked me. That's yeah. right. And I admitted it too, so. Yeah. yeah, I don't have it on record. I just, it's a story I remember. I wish I had it written down or on video. <laughs> well it's on, it's on your podcast now so <laughs> it's true now podcaster it didn't happen Britt. <laughs> so thank you so much ed ed is there anything else that you want to share with us or our listeners about the law of attraction i'm going to let them know how to get in touch with you for sure okay. i have your okay. website and your social media um, I'm going to give that out at the very, very end. But is there anything else that you wanted to share with us? I think I think we covered it pretty well. I just um, my mission is I believe that everybody deserves to know that they create their own reality. Mm-hmm. And it's, what they do, what they do with that, is up to them. Uh, though, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it comes from the heart. Um, it, it's understanding that you you. If you want to embrace this and want to go further, fine. It's not everybody should know or everybody has to know. I believe everybody deserves to know, but they have free will to choose or not. So um, if they'd like to learn, I'm happy to help them or someone else is happy to help them. And that's cool. And, you know, so that's my mission. I I love that mission. Everybody deserves to know that they create their own reality. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Brittany, do you have any other questions for Ed before I ask him my three special questions? No, I think I've learned everything um, from Ed. <laughs> You've learned everything? I've learned everything. The ways yep. of the universe. We, it's we, all we, we filled her up. Now. Our brain is full. <laughs> awesome. 
<laughs> Thank you, Ed, so very much. We really, really, really enjoyed having you on. Yeah, this was are you fun. ready? Are you ready for my my um, inside the actor studio questions? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I always love that show. Okay, when you feel at peace, what is it that you're doing? So, the interesting thing is, is when I am in the vibration of something that makes me feel good or something that excites me. Or in in the workshops, we talk about that. Marge and I go to the beach every single day. And they go, Wait, do you really? No, oh. no, no. But in my mind, mm -hmm. I go to yeah. the beach every single day and I feel the, I feel the sand under my toes and I smell that amazing iodine smell of New England. And I'm always amazed at how much louder the surf is than what I remember. And I love seeing all the little birds and finding shells and finding. And so in my mind, that's a place that's happy. Mm -hmm. And when I'm happy and when I'm at peace, I'm doing things like that. Other times I just go sit in a hot tub. Now we don't have a hot tub here either. <laughs> you know? My my favorite hot tub is in Disney down in Florida. We were at and and so in my mind I just go there. Mm -hmm. When you realize that it's just a vibration and you can choose the vibration and be in it in any time, you're completely free. I love regardless that. Regardless so of what's going on around you. Yeah. So, so do you sit in meditation to, to go to those places or do you just need a quiet spot just to, or do you, what, is it formal when you go to the beach? Um, not anymore. In the beginning, it was sort of, you know, it was, it was, um, we call it a vibrational booster. It's not the same as meditation because meditation is sort of an altered state. And um, one of the things that this is an advanced thing that we teach, but since you're bringing it up, we're going to talk about it. Most people who meditate that are pretty good at it can pull themselves up into their heart, heart center, heart chakra. Those who are really good at it can pull themselves all the way out of their body. Mm -hmm. To manifest in 3D reality, it has to come through your lower chakras. Oh. So if you've pulled yourself out in meditation, you can still manifest, but it's like running the race by hopping on one leg. Ah, that so, makes sense. So it's okay. easier to stay more in a not in a in a more conscious not so much a, a, a meditative alternate state so it's from there you want to make it feel as real to you as possible mm. now i said it was your superpower there's not a kid on the planet that can't daydream there's not a kid on the planet who doesn't oh have you don't need to tell me that <laughs> but, that's, but that's how i know you're a teacher and you're teaching the little kids but that's how they create yeah they do that's your superpower. Your imagination is your superpower. I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Cool. Good. Okay. You ready for the next question? I am. That you're, that you're totally not prepared for? You ready? Not prepared. <laughs> not prepared. The guides didn't warn me. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite book to read, whether it's self-help, spiritual, or whatever? What is your favorite type of book, I should say? Okay. Or, or do you have a favorite book? Like, would you recommend a book? I, I will recommend a book. Sure. My, I don't read fiction. I've read some fiction, but I, I really, I don't. And um, I have read billions of spiritual books. Obviously that's an exaggeration. I've read <laughs> lots and lots of spiritual books. Um, those tend to be my favorite. <clears throat> I also read some business books and, and things like that, but it's mostly spiritual books, learning, growing. The one that's been coming up a lot for, um, 
my practice and the people that I've been working with is the four agreements. Oh, no, no, my mind is blowing. <laughs> Why? Because when you were talking earlier, I was going to bring up the four agreements and say, sure. it sounds like maybe you've read the four agreements or that reminds me of the four agreements. And yep. I'm dying because that is literally my absolute favorite book. There you go. So in your, in your little notebook, you write down, hey, I thought that the four agreements mm -hmm. and <clears throat> no resistance, you manifested it within it the, the hour that we've been talking. Yeah. I based a whole workshop on the four agreements. I haven't sure. taught it yet, but it's written yeah. down. I have, it's a book that I share with my clients. Um, right. If I'm coaching them, it's just, it's, it's words to live by it's literally. Yeah. <laughs> and um, asking it is given by Jerry and Esther Hicks. The teachings of Abraham is another always go to. And as I said earlier, if you want a simple, clear, understandable version of law of attraction then you can check out my book there are a couple of free i think there's a few free chapters on my website if you're interested um i really wasn't intending to plug my book but it's i out was there i was intending to so it's better oh, that you, you do a little bit of it too because you know the most about it <laughs> true and i'll tell everyone it's called hold on it's right here um Creating with the Law of Attraction, 10 Principles That Will Change Your Life. And you can get that on Amazon, but like Ed said on his website, it is www.edwardlangan.com. I'm going to spell that for everyone. Edward, E-D-W-A-R-D, Langdon, L-A-N. Ooh, did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that? Yep. <laughs> that was my throat. Uh, throat chakra is everything right, up. Right. Yeah. You, said, you said Langdon. You said the I, gate. Did I say Langdon? <laughs> yeah. It's Ed Langan. Edward right. Langan. E-D-W-A-R-D-L-A-N-G-A-N.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> and so there's still another question. I just wanted to make sure I said that. Okay. Of course, you know. I know. <laughs> so Ed, side note, when I give people Reiki, sometimes my throat does weird things mm -hmm. and i i've interpreted it as they may need a little help there maybe okay i'm not necessarily 1000 percent sure at this okay. point but it's right. been consistent right and it doesn't happen with everyone sure. so <laughs> does anyone here on this call need more help with their throat chakra probably me oh, <laughs> okay so that's the noise oh. that it goes like this Right. So the, the, the other thing that's happening is your guides are trying to speak through you and your your throat chakra is not completely open to that yet. Mm. So is that something you help people with? Sure. I can help you I then. need a lot of help. I don't think you need as much help as you think you do, but I would yeah. happy to help. It's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to go off on another tangent about the throat chakra, but that's very interesting. I that's an interesting idea. Okay. Because it only happens. Did you hear that? Yep. It literally is like right here. Yeah. yeah. So your your guides are letting you know that they, they'd like to speak through you if you would let them. And it's a matter of opening so that there's there's two parts to the throat chakra. There's your part and then the, the spiritual part. Now your part is generally open because you're a very good communicator and you speak well. The the um 
the, the guide side is a little bit closed. And the only reason I know about this is because I had the same problem. And before I learned to let them speak through me, I needed to learn how to open that up. There you go, mom. What do I do, Britt? How do I yeah, do? So there's homework for you. But it's not, someone needs to tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. So okay. Well, the, first, the first thing is, is are you open to allowing them to speak through you? That's yeah, well, I never thing. knew that before, but now I think I, I need to think about that because I right. definitely so, would be. Yes. So you need to you need to give them permission. So you need to so that's the first part. Are you willing to let them speak through you? That's the first part. And then you go from there. Okay. I'll do that. I'm gonna work on this. Okay. So whenever that happens, I may quiet myself and just well, I'm usually doing Reiki on someone, so quiet myself and just ask give them permission to speak through me and then yes. see what comes up. Okay. Yeah. Ask them what they'd like to say and that you're willing and open and, and to let it flow. All right. I'll, I'll get back to you on that one, Ed. Cool. Yeah. I have a, a few appointments coming up, so I'll let you know how that goes. Okay. All right. If you could change anything, or I'm sorry, if you could do anything in the world, money is no object. What would you be doing? Money probably never is an object for you since you are, have no objections or blocks. Yeah, to it, yeah. correct? No, I grew I grew up in a perfect house where money was never an issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still working on money just like everybody else. I'm much, much better at it. But it's an interesting question because if you had asked me that when I was younger, I would have said, yeah, I want millions of dollars and I'm just going to go play. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm older, I can't not do this work. Right. So I would still, even even with with all the money, etc., I would still do this work, and mm -hmm. that is um, what I would do. Now um, I would have a Tesla, and I'd probably have you know more properties than we have now, etc. But you know, and those are coming, so we'll we'll get to that. Maybe but on the beach, so you can actually be on the beach every day. I actually don't want a place on the beach because of all the hurricanes and, oh. and every, you know, I don't want to have to deal with that. I'm happy yeah. to rent somebody else's place. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like a house on a lake. Oh, nice. Good yeah, idea. So, so, and this ties it up well, because in the beginning, we said one of the things with law of attraction is you have to want something. Mm -hmm. If you don't want anything, you've already successfully manifested that. So you have to want something. Mm -hmm. So, um, there are still plenty of things that I want. The big question for me was whether I would still do this work or not. And it's reached the point where I can't not do it. I, mm -hmm. I just have to. So It's one of those truths that you know, and it's true for you. So you have to do it. So you can't undo it or unsee it or unknow it, right. period. Right. Yeah, you can't unring a bell. Yeah. That's right. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been so awesome. I'm so happy that we had no resistance to having a law of attraction expert on because there was nothing easier than booking him <laughs> thank you ed so much for for playing along with us it's been such a great um really eye-opening experience for myself me too um, i thought i knew a lot about the law of attraction but i i think there's a few things there that i definitely learned for sure and i will mm -hmm. be implementing in my own um everyday practice i'm gonna try yeah. anyways me cool. too that's one of the things that we run into is, is because of the popularity of the secret and other things like that, that there's a lot of people who, who they, they hear, oh, you teach law of attraction. I know about that. And mm -hmm. inside the guides go to me. Yeah, no, they don't, but that's right. fine. 
So if right. you want to learn more, cool. And if you don't, that's okay too. It's yeah. not a big deal. Well, let me tell everyone exactly how they can learn more from you. Um, did you like that segue? That yes. was great. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> like I'm a professional podcaster or something. Um, I did have a local cable show for a short time. Cool. So did I. <gasps> Come on. You just really? Yeah, really. I, I, had a, I had a photography show when we lived in Menden. It aired for almost two years and I won awards for it. Awesome. It was called it was called uh, Photo Flash and it was a how to photography show. That's so cool. Oh, mine did not win awards, huh, Brittany? No awards. Not a, it's not a contest. It's not a contest. <laughs> yes, it is, Ed. <laughs> okay. Ed's website. Once again, I'm not gonna spell it this time because you can rewind this podcast and listen to me try to spell his his name. Um, it's www.edwardlangen.com. I'll spell it. This is what I do in class. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. It's E-D-W-A-R-D-L-A-N-G-A-N.com. His book, you can get, ooh, there's um, some free passages of his book on his website, correct, Ed? Yes, there are some free meditations. There are some free vibrational boosters. So there is some free stuff on there too. Great. And then um, the Law of Attraction series is a, is a series that you offer. He mentioned earlier. Um, you can learn more about that on the website. And also his, um, what was the other one? The Mindset uh, Master Mindset Workshop that, one, that you were talking about. What is that, that called? One, that one is a, a pilot program that's going to be coming soon. The best thing to do would be to uh, subscribe to the newsletter. And yeah. when, when it's up, I'm hoping to start running it middle of April, end of April. Um, sometime in there so we can let you know in an email when it's coming. Okay, this person is interested in that. Cool. And then, meaning me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, you can find him on Facebook and Twitter too. He has a personal and a business page on Facebook and he's on Twitter, but I'm going to read all of that to you. So make sure you're listening. Ready? Are you listening? <laughs> www.facebook.com forward slash Edward Langan. That's his personal page. His business one is um, Facebook. It's edlangen.byb. Is that important? Is that an important? Um, yeah, the BYB has to be on there. There are quite a few Ed Langans. Awesome. There's only one of you though, Ed. Thank goodness. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> she learned her charm from me. Um, and on Twitter, it's Edward J. Langan. Yes. That's your Twitter handle. Yes, it is. Awesome. This is so great. I'm so happy that we were able to meet you yes. and talk with you tonight. It's been so nice. And again, really eye-opening, mind-blowing, educational, Good. amazing. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I love. That's why I do this just for that reason, because it's just so much fun. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing all of your knowledge. It's really um, exciting for me. And I think it's going to be really helpful for others. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Perfect. Thanks, well, I will uh, wish you guys light and love and uh, we will see you at some point further down the road. Yes, we sure will. Cause we're going to manifest that, right, Britt? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Ed. Thank you. Let's end this episode with our reflection question. Since we're speaking of the law of attraction, we want to know, have you ever experienced this firsthand we would love to hear from you. So send in your stories to us at talktoheelpodcast at gmail.com.
And we also welcome your thoughts, comments, questions. You can also send those to talktohealpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, Britt. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Heal. Until next time, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Bye. Bye.